0: You would never guess what I discovered today, and that was Blackberry Moonshine. Yes, sir, they do make it, and it feels really good. Have a happy New Year, Dean Lance. Love you guys. Lick my balls. <laughs> This is Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary, brought to you by adamandeve.com.
1: Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I'm your host, E. Simon.
2: And I'm Lance Wackerly.
1: What's up there, Wacker? How's the weekend?
2: (laughs) It is the weekend. You mean last weekend?
1: Whatever. Last night, Friday. It's the middle of the weekend. It's a Saturday, so you're like in the middle of the weekend.
2: I did not do anything last night, so uh, I'm still in a holding pattern, I guess, <laughs> on how it was, how it is.
1: Are you becoming a recluse?
2: Yes, I have been reclusive. I've been in my post-holiday recluse period.
1: I think you must have been drinking a lot, because I saw these like perverted Smurf drawings on, uh, that you posted oh, yeah, so on Twitter. I was Twitter. drawing
2: some Smurfs last night. Anybody who's on Twitter will have seen them.
1: Yeah, I saw that and I was They're thinking... Per-
2: why are they perverted? <laughs> I, it
1: just looks like vaguely, like kind of sexually suggestive pictures. I think maybe
2: that says more about you than about me.
1: How drunk were you when you were drawing these Smurfs?
2: Not very. No? Not very drunk. <laughs> 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 just mildly. <laughs> base, base level, holding pattern of drunk.
1: Not too bad. Yeah, so uh, I went out last night. Not too late, actually. But uh, I went to a taping... Of a show. That's what. That's a benefit of living in this wretched city.
2: Now they don't use tape anymore. Do they still call it a taping?
1: I think it's just called a taping. Yeah, hmm. taping of a show.
2: Anachronistic.
1: Yeah, um, but that's that's one benefit of living in this wretched city is they do tape all the shows here. They uh, they produce all the shows like all the game shows, Price is Right, um, yes. Wheel of Fortune, shit like that. Hollywood.
2: <laughs> They're yeah, all in they, Burbank, right?
1: They produce Price is Right, Wheel of Fortune. They do. Um, Let's make a deal. I think they. I think those are done in Burbank, but there's studios scattered throughout LA. So the show I went to last night that I got tickets in advance for was uh, Jeff Ross's new show, The Burn. Have you uh, have you seen it?
2: No. What's Jeff, that about?
1: Jeff Ross, roast master general himself. Is this
2: about his VD or something?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know what was funny about it, and I wanted to point it out to somebody, but uh, like if they gave us a chance to speak. But it looked like the set itself looked like the set of some gay porn film. Because it's supposed to be, it's suppo- you, you'll see it. The show's going to air on uh, Tuesday. Like they, mm. they record on Fridays, they air it on Tuesday. Um, but, the, but the set is supposed to be like as if, uh, you know, I don't know, like a, a factory or something. Like or a foundry with like fire around, so you look at it, and it totally it looks like. Does sound a,
2: very gay porny.
1: It's it looks like a gay porn. Like after they they move out the stage and remove the podiums, I bet you they have like some gay like sodomy scene that goes down and then they tape it because they're like, oh, we might as well use this set for a gay porn film.
2: Why not? Yeah, it seems there. like it works.
1: It's all set up. The the show, if you haven't seen it, Jeff Ross comes on. He uh, lampoons current events and uh, roasts. People that do um, that, that, that do the news, kind of like what we do, I guess, sort of, but way funnier because he's got professional writers.
2: And he's a professional. And he's immatures. a professional.
1: But it seems like a lot of the jokes, like he's definitely reading from teleprompter. I think there's some ad lib going on, but mostly when he's doing the news, I think he's just kind of reading it. Sort of like Tosh Tosh.0, the way he does it. Um, but then they, they do the news, then they come out, and he brings out three comedians – and they have a panel, and then they just kind of talk about current events, topics, so that the comedians that were there last night... It's Natasha, very British. Well, sort of. I mean, don't a lot we of shows... Those chat shows. But don't a lot of shows do this now?
2: Not really. I think it's a new thing. Like, uh, who's that blonde skank?
1: Which Chelsea
2: one? Chelsea Handler, Chelsea Handler does, does it?
1: Bill Maher does it?
2: Yeah, I guess he's been doing it for a while. But, but they, I think they do it way more in the UK. It's been around for a long time.
1: I mean, I like the way they do it, or the, I like the way Jeff Ross does it, because he brings like three comedians, always like a, a female and like two men or two chicks and a dude. Mm-hmm. But um, so last night he had Natasha Legero, who I'm like insanely attracted to. I think, I think she's just hot. I don't know. Do, do you find her funnier than Sarah Silverman?
2: I can't stand Sarah Silverman. Why would you even bring her up? <laughs> <laughs> <All> right,
1: <laughs> she's who the f-
2: worst person on the face of the air. Who do you
1: find more attractive? Uh,
2: probably this Natasha woman. Yeah, she's, she, hot. she's in that she's the one who's in that like weird like body surfing thing with uh with Tim and Eric. With Tim and Eric. Yeah, yeah.
1: She was in yeah. that one. I forgot about that. Whatever. I mean um,
2: she's kind of a dime a dozen down there though, right? I mean, aren't there just hot starlets all over the place?
1: Yeah, but she's a comedian. She's funny too. Okay. All right. So, a, a hot comedian? That's Comedienne. a rarity. Yeah, comedian. <laughs> a hot comedian is a rarity. Um so last night it was Natasha Legero, Judah Friedlander, who's from Thirty Rock, and uh, the David. Fat Hattel, guy,
2: did he have a hat on that said something funny?
1: World champion, that's his thing. Okay. World champion, Judah Friedlander, and so that's uh, his
2: thing outside of the show.
1: I think that's just been his thing forever. Even All Natasha right. Lagiero brought that up. That uh, she's like, "Wow, you've been milking that character for like twenty years." Or something 15 years um and
2: that's 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 i don't okay back to the hot comedian thing like oh oh really hot lady who tells jokes like y- you get to use that but i'm a fat doof and i can't just be a fat
1: doof for 20 years well i mean it's it is kind of one of those he's a character comedian mm-hmm. so i think she was just kind of remarking that you know because it, it's been his thing world champion and they kept making a big deal out of it like was like you know okay so when did you win the world championships And he's just like, well, ever since I was like in the eighties, I mean, it's a funny bit, but at the same time, like it's
2: funny if people don't focus on it.
1: Right. Well, David, yeah. Like David Tell after a while was just like, what do you say? He was like, Hey Natasha, you want to go outside and get a bucket of interesting because (laughs) this is boring the shit out of me. (laughs) And then that's when she was like, yeah, she's like, God, he's milked this character for whatever. Um, but yeah, she, she was funny. David Tell is definitely by far the funniest. And then they, they kind of go through and then they speed roast people in the audience so they were roasting people that were sitting next to me. It's like this uh, mixed racial couple that they just would not. They were so mean to. David Tell was just like he was the worst on, these, on this couple in particular. They uh, got to me when they say they said I look like Crispin Glover, but weirder. Hmm. And uh, then they started making fun of the kid behind not me. Not really accurate, but okay. Yeah, I don't think so either. Plus Crispin Glover. That guy is, that guy is much freakier than I am. I mean, oh, who's even, the
2: other guy that you look like? I can't remember his name right now. That, don't that would have been don't even bring point. that up. What's his name not, I'm, not
1: even, I'm not even going there.
3: What's his name?
1: <laughs> not bringing that up.
3: <laughs>
2: Brown Bunny? That guy.
1: Hate that guy. My arch yeah, nemesis like will like not him. be mentioned on the show.
2: I mean, like a spitting image. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then they started ripping on, uh, on this kid behind me who looked just like Harry Potter. It was a fun, it was a fun time. The show took like three hours to tape. Uh, you know who warmed up the crowd? Do you know who Brody uh, Stevens is?
2: Brody Stevens, I see him all over. I've never like actually heard him tell a joke, but I know that he's referred to by a lot of other people that I follow.
1: He's good, uh, you know. I've seen yeah. him do his stand-up act. Really, is just going out and fucking with people in the audience and like asking. I am
2: not into that. It, We've that's kind of about what he does. He, he's one of these anti-comedians. Crowd... I take it right?
1: Yeah, alt comedian, and he's I like a crowd. Uh, I mean, it's crowd work. That's what he does. Okay. He does a good job of it. I mean, he warms up. He warmed up the crowd for this uh, show. Yeah, I,
2: I, shouldn't, I didn't, shouldn't talk shit because, like I said, I've never seen him, but I'm just generally against that sort of thing.
1: I don't know. He was all right. But the, the show's fun. It's on uh, this Tuesday on Comedy Central, and uh, I don't know if they're going to include the part where I'm on or where they're making fun of me, but it might be. So go check it out. Jeff Ross. Um, they kept making fun of Jeff Ross's hair. I don't know if you've seen a picture of him recently, but now he has, like, long hair.
2: He has the Jew Jew hair, Jufro, right?
1: Yeah, it's like a Jewish caveman look or something. I think I think they kept they making fun of David. Tell would not relent. Like uh, I'm sure David. It reminds
2: look this- me of a kid. You know, like if you think back in your past, like your fake past, if it didn't really happen to you, and probably my fake past. But like you can imagine him being some kid that you went to camp with. Oh, he totally sort of looks doofy like the goofy kid with the like the big, weird, dirty hair. He totally Gross. looks like that. You can't imagine him ever getting laid, you know, <laughs> at this point in your life when you're like both 12. He probably gets laid way more than me, but. Yeah, I'm
1: sure, I'm, I'm sure that guy gets laid all the time. Um, so, yeah, it was a fun time. I'm going to try to go to uh, some other tapings over there. I guess they tape uh, Talking Dead at the same studio
2: what is um, the, I'm really behind on these weird comedy central shows this is where they talk about the walking
1: dead. Yeah. So they, they play it after and they talk about the, well, comedians just talk about the walking dead, like Patton. It's kind Oswald. of
2: redundant. I mean, the walking dead, maybe not this season, but last season I just called the actual show the talking dead because all they ever fucking did was talk.
1: <laughs> but afterwards I went over to uh there's a bar on the corner at Santa Monica and Vine to go meet up with a friend. But his, uh, my buddy Matt was there, and his friend, this, this bartender that works there, we were hanging out, we're drinking, and then she gleefully, I would say almost like she was full of pride the way she recounted this tale. I guess a couple months ago, she got fingered in an elevator by Axl Rose. Fingered? Yeah, fingered in an elevator by Axl Rose.
2: When was the last time you just fingered a girl?
1: Well, it's usually a prelude to more, right?
2: But then you wouldn't say that you fingered her; you'd say I fucked her.
1: Yeah, I would say there I, was I,
2: fingering involved in the fucking. But when somebody says I got fingered, that kind of implies that that's all that happened.
1: I think it's it, there's this like shadiness implied to fingering. Like fingering's like that's what like a molester would do to someone. Like you get fingered.
2: <laughs> you'd finger a small child, or when you're you yourself are 13 years old, you finger somebody, and it's very exciting. But I mean now. It doesn't really do anything for me. To you know, it get fingered? Put my, put my finger in your orifice. Yeah, right? I have some
1: friends. I have one of uh, my, my friends, Lenora, who's been on the show a few times. She says uh, the first time she hooks up with a guy, it's only finger banging. And that's it. Not even a blowjob. It's just <laughs> finger her, banging.
2: She has a rule that allows finger banging, but that's, it's just finger banging?
1: She says the first level of hookup is finger banging for her next time. They'll probably fuck. And but it's
2: only, and that's all he's going to get on that particular night. The first
1: time they hook up, it's just the, the buck stops at finger banging.
2: This is incredible.
1: Yeah. It's really I, can weird. Can you go
2: on the show and talk to us about this? I'm
1: sure right, she has would. She, has
2: she talked about it on the show and I wasn't there? She just talked to you about this. No, she's private? told
1: it to me and I've been dumbfounded by this. Cause I've been like, are you, are you out of your mind? Like, why would you, you so you basically give a guy blue ball. And she was like, well, that's, it's just, we make out, he finger bangs me, and that's it. She's like, then I'm like, okay. I mean, this
2: this raises a ton of questions,
1: right? Like location?
2: Or, I mean, is there is there a guy who's like a bad finger banger, and, the, in, and she ends the relationship because he wasn't a very good finger banger?
1: Well, I think part of it is uh, maybe he's a bad kisser, and if he's a bad kisser... She doesn't want That's to go not on. That's question though. Yeah, but it starts off with kissing, then it goes right. down I mean, to the I finger. I mean, I think a banging. lot
2: of girls do that, like he's a bad kisser so I'm not into it, but like specifically the finger banging I'm curious about.
1: Perhaps what if he can give an orgasm just with his fingers? Then imagine what he can do with his uh, manhood.
2: And I want and I'd like, I mean, does she have tips on how to become a better finger banger? I always <laughs> wonder like how, you know, how many fingers am I supposed to get in there? Do they really care if you fin- they really want clitoral stimulation do they really care if your finger goes in the canal
1: i just i mean if you finger a girl through like you know shoving your hands down her pants you're not really going to get your hands your fingers that far inside of her so i think it's just mainly clitoral stim- stimulation
2: depends if you're wilt chamberlain <laughs> you're really long, or arsenio <laughs> hall is probably a good finger banger or maybe there's too much do you think like you can feel the g-spot too right that's that's like spongy part <laughs> Toward the front, I felt it.
1: <laughs> I'm not even going to start talking about female anatomy here with you, Wackerly, because every time we do that, we get <laughs> legions of like legions of fans contact us. Female fans, like okay, legions Four female fans that we have that listen to the show, and they're like, "You guys are retarded. Haven't you ever seen a vagina?" So I, I don't know if we should go into the uh, anatomical conversation. Okay, maybe. I mean, uh, but <laughs> I'm
2: just I think a lot of people probably do want to know. You know. They have questions about finger banging.
1: (laughs) We should have Lenora on. I think it's unfair, though. I think it's unfair to do that because at our age, I mean, dude, we're like mid third, late thirties, late thirties now.
2: Ain't nobody got time for rules about like what you know. If it's gonna happen, let it happen. Don't have some rule.
1: Yeah, but do you want a boner? And you're, you know, you're, you're, you're getting to the point where you're like uh, getting ready to ejaculate. And uh, here you are, finger banging, and she's like, "No, no condoms, no fucking, no sex." Well,
2: if I'm if I'm finger banging her, isn't she? I mean, is she going to give me a hand job?
1: Well, that that's what I'm saying. There should be reciprocation. No, and in, in her case, she, she doesn't said, give a hand job. No, she said it's just she's like maybe like some uh, rubbing through your pants. Good God! Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. It's like it's uh, it sounds draconian, actually, Seriously? on her part. Did, um,
2: she, did she read one of these books called, like, The Rules or something? Is that one of the rules?
1: I think it's just her rule. But there's a couple, like, her friend that we were – I was at the dinner with a few of her friends, and uh, yeah, some girl at the table was saying she does the same thing, just finger-banging the first date.
2: finger bagging.
1: It's weird. Wow. Apparently, so Axel weird. Rose – I mean, it's
2: it's so – it's really intimate is the thing. If, she, if a girl was just like, well, I only kiss on the first date, then I'd be like, oh, okay, fine. You're just one of those people. But the fact that they allow the finger banging, but no further, is odd.
1: Yeah, I, d- I just don't understand why she would put that restriction on uh...
2: that particular restriction.
1: But apparently, Axl Rose um, follows yeah, this. Back,
2: back to Axl. Rose. <laughs> <laughs> Did, do you think? How... Can we get him on the phone? I want to. What is his opinions on fingering specifically?
1: Well, I just wonder how many girls' worst nightmare it is to be fingered by Axl Rose current and the the current Axel Rose not Axel Rose in 1991 or 1990 when he was hot and popular it's Axel Rose now fat and his face is wide and he's had like I don't know hundreds of thousands of dollars of plastic surgery I don't know if you've he's seen No he's
2: wearing a weird straw hat
1: he doesn't even have hair like he uh, I mean it's like it's like braids or something but uh, mm-hmm. this this girl The way she spoke about it um, with such pride, it it seemed like this was like you know the pinnacle of her life so far. Like she was like, I finally got. She was like, I finally got to make out and get fingered by my idol. Like she loved Axl Rose. Like she loved Guns N' Roses. She said she loved Guns N' Roses since she was a kid. And She's uh,
2: she's of this type, right? She thinks that 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 era was the greatest music of all time, glam and hard rock.
1: Yeah, like she 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 is the stereotypical rocker chick blonde blonde she has huge breasts um ble-
2: so does she use like an entire can of aquanet on her hair every day still or are they beyond that look
1: you know i don't know what she looks like when she's hanging out at the rainbow room on sunset <laughs> but, she's Strip.
2: Her, but but aren't they wait i mean she's a bartender like that you're supposed to get as dolled up as possible if you want to make tips
1: she just kind of had her her hair sort of pulled back and was just wearing like a she was wearing leather pants and like a sexy like tight top yeah, huge okay. titties. I imagine Axel must have been really into it, um but you know what she said, which I found the, the, the funniest part of this conversation we had with her. I was trying to get her to give me his number so I could prank call him because she had her she had his number in her cell phone. I was like that would be great, we could prank call him here and sick it wrong she wouldn't do it. But um she said that at uh, at one point <laughs> that's
2: against the groupie's code of yeah.
1: conduct. Um yeah, so she, she said at one point uh she went to the uh, bathroom with him to uh, I don't I don't know if they were doing drugs or what they were doing in the bathroom stall, but they were doing something in the girl's bathroom stall. Probably and, drugs, uh, right? I mean, probably. that's what you're implying. <laughs> or maybe the next level of fingering. <laughs> you know, pants are down. Is <laughs> but she said that at one point she's like, I got to go to the bathroom. I got to pee. Is that cool? Do, do you want And he's like, I don't care. Can I watch? And so she starts peeing and then uh, she goes to get some toilet paper to, you know, wipe herself off and he stopped, he grabs her hand. He's like, let me do it. And then he wraps the to- the toilet Rose paper. That's a bit freaky. I don't know. He-, he wiped off the urine off her vaginal lips. And he was into really, it. It's not and a she, turn on to me. She said it was one of the more romantic things a guy has done for her. It's white urine.
2: Does she know what does she know what that term means?
1: I you know I don't know. Maybe maybe that is for her. That is romance. Like true romance is a guy, a true gentleman is a guy who wipes her pussy clean of urine. It's very
2: yeah. like infantilizing.
1: No, no. She said that. Uh, then when he peed, she held his dick like really? he asked her to.
2: This fucking old man, dick.
1: <laughs> but they didn't have sex, so maybe, um, maybe for...
2: is this a new th- is this a new movement among women that just a fingering thing, fingering limitation?
1: You know, I don't. You know, I don't know. No, she said they would have had sex, but he couldn't get hard. Um... <laughs>
2: <laughs> you would think he would have a direct line. You know, Viagra hookup. I mean, he is Axl Rose. He is Axl
1: Rose. Yeah, Rose. yeah so... doesn't get
2: maybe just doesn't give a fuck.
1: Maybe he doesn't care and just moves on to the next one. Right. I, I'm just amazed at that uh Axl Rose like still gets that much ash. She said he he uh, you know, contacts her every now and then. to know? And
2: she's just right, you know, right ready and over there to get finger banged and have her pee in front of him and hold his cock.
1: I don't think she would think twice about it. I think she'd be right over there. Like I mean, I think it'd be kinda it's it's kinda cool that Axel I'm I'm impressed by Axl Rose. The guys like if you think about it by today's standards, is somewhat irrelevant. I mean, uh, they mm. they released their last Guns N' Roses album. It's been, like, what, 20 years, 10 years? Took him 10 years.
2: Chinese Democracy? Is that, was that the last one?
1: Well, it took him, like, 10 years to make that album. It comes was out, awful. it had little fanfare, and now everyone's just kind of forgotten about him again. I think he still tours, maybe, every now and then, but for the most part, I mean, he's... How often do you think about Axl Rose? <laughs>
2: No, yeah, I'll, never.
1: I know. It's just someone you don't even think about. But yet that dude can walk into whatever, the Roosevelt Hotel or any bar in Hollywood and just pull four of the hottest chicks. Finger they bang were, them they were all. He,
2: I mean, they were as big as Aerosmith, right?
1: Yeah. I, mean, I guess time, they, were...
2: they just haven't sort of maintained it like Aerosmith has. Not that I'm a huge Aerosmith fan, but you got to admit, like, they still draw huge stadium crowds around the world, right?
1: As a woman, Wackily, who would you rather be fingered by, Steven Tyler or Axl Rose?
2: <laughs> this is like Sophie's choice. It's so, <laughs> so
3: disgusting. <Ugh. laughs>
2: Even worse is like, whose cock would you want to have your hand on?
1: Ugh. Uh, syphilitic member. It's disgusting. You know, I get. I think
2: honestly, I'd have to say Axl Rose. <laughs> because <laughs> Steven Tyler is like the crypt keeper, he's yeah. frightening. Yeah, he's got no, Nightmares. He...
1: It, I would be, I mean, I would have nightmares about both, but yeah, I guess maybe Axel would be a little bit better.
2: Joe Perry or Slash?
1: Definitely Slash. <laughs> Way cooler.
2: <laughs> what does he look like under all that hair? You don't even know.
1: I don't know, but Joe, you know, he's Jewish. Did you know that? Yeah, you can tell. Yeah.
2: What's his name? Like Slashstein?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think it's Saul Hudson or something, <laughs> which is just weird. Anyway, spe- all- speaking of Jews, speaking of Jews, um, I've been getting all these emails and twitters from uh, from people that said, "Hey, what what happened to your sister and the Christmas tree? Like, what well, you guys totally didn't even talk about it last week? What what happened with it? Did you guys do it? You know, uh, did it happen? What'd your sister do?"
2: I thought everybody was sick of talking about the holidays. I mean, we did fucking four shows in a row or something all about. Everyone.
1: Exactly. Like, uh, last week we were thinking about revisiting this topic or telling you exactly the, the, what ended up happening, but then, uh, we're like, I don't know, fatigue from the holidays, holiday right. fatigue, you know, Which really it's,
2: what I mean is I was sick of talking about the holidays.
1: Well, it's, we're beyond the holidays. It's a new year. Like, why do we need to talk about it?
2: Right. But anyway, we started talking about, you know, Martin Luther King day.
1: <laughs> yeah. Gun control.
2: Um, <laughs> Valentine's Day
1: people, um, But people were, you know, they're, they're concerned they're, they're interested to find out uh, the aftermath of the Christmas tree prank So, it's a funny story You know, my sister was not very pleased about uh, say, what happened
2: It <laughs> kind of was a fiasco
1: uh, My sister was really upset She's vowed revenge on both me and Wackerly
2: Basically, I'm just going to avoid her for the rest of my life that's how angry she was.
1: She said at one point she was going. She was so mad she was going to shit all over the tree and put it in your porch. Like bring it, <laughs> drive it over to Alameda, and then uh, put it on your porch. Like yeah, a, di- a, which people a diarrhea think it's tree, maybe
2: like is funny, but that's the type of thing your sister would do.
1: My sister was serious about it. I was like, and she's oh, capable of it. Oh, dude, she could coat an entire. She could coat three trees in diarrhea. Right. She has so much of it. Um, but, you know, I was really surprised by her reaction. I thought she'd find it more funny than, uh, than, than to be upset and angry about it. a lighthearted
2: holiday joke.
1: Yeah, it was, it was, it was a funny holiday prank. You Would gotta she, like, admit. She's
2: put a jihad on, I guess, both of us and your brother and Jeffrey.
1: Oh, she's really mad. She wouldn't even, I was trying to get her to come on the show. She wouldn't come on the show, but you know who will come on the show? It's Big Jer. All right. Big Jer said he's willing to talk to us about uh, what happened with this Christmas tree. So um, let, let's give him a call, see what happened. Okay,
2: there. let's do that. Hello?
4: Jer,
1: what's going on, man? Hey. Hey, it's uh, D, it's Dean Lance calling, he, calling you from Sick and Wrong. Nice. Hey, Jer. <laughs> what's going on? Hey, uh, Jer, are you watching the footballs? Yeah,
4: pretty good game so far.
1: Yeah, yeah, you know it's the uh, it's the playoffs right now and I think the game I'm we're we're going to have to like wackily, you know, we're going to have to be down to business with this show because I want to see the San Francisco game which starts at 5 over here. Um but uh who, who is it's uh Denver playing uh, the Ravens?
4: Yeah, right now. Who's winning? It's tied, 14
1: 14-14. All right, so Jerry right. we'll we'll make this quick so you can get back and we don't want to <laughs> disrupt the footballs.
4: Yeah, you must not disrupt my football
1: time. Okay, guys, just before we get to uh, the the reason we called you, who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl? Who who are you predicting is going to be in the Super Bowl?
4: Oh, God. Uh, I think the Patriots are going to be in it. Oh, boo.
2: Boo. Well,
4: I'm booing on that too, but I'm... Yeah,
2: everybody's so bored with them. God,
1: every year. Damn, they're so uh, good.
4: I I think Green Bay has a good shot too.
1: What? You think Green Bay is going to beat San Francisco? I think they might, yeah. I'm going to, you know, I'm willing to uh, put a, a wager on there. How about a case of beer?
4: <laughs> Done.
1: All right. Case of high life.
4: I'm for the Niners, but uh, I don't
1: know. So you think it's going to be Green Bay versus uh, New England? Well, hopefully if that does happen, Green Bay wins.
2: Yeah, anyone but Patriots.
1: So. You know, you don't need Tom Brady to have another Super Bowl ring
2: so attractive and hot
1: god you know that, that's so the, that's expensive. the one thing about that guy you know he he went to university of michigan and i want to hate him but he's fucking he's a great quarterback and th- that dude that he's one of those dudes that in high school fucked the hottest chicks probably fucked all the cheerleaders then he goes to college fuck the you know even hotter chicks in college probably the hottest chicks that went to michigan and then now he's like you know in the, in the nfl fucking models Oh, he's just
2: impregnating them and dumping them left and right and getting new ones. I mean, come on. God,
1: I just hate him. Yeah, it makes me so mad. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, Jer, uh, the reason we're calling you is because we've had a lot of people wondering what happened with the whole Christmas tree thing. And uh, what was the aftermath of it? What exactly went down? How upset uh, my IBS sister is all about it? About the incident and uh, what you thought about it, so uh, we're here calling you to find out what exactly went down when you guys came back from New Orleans. You walk in your house, you see the Christmas tree. What like what emotions were registering on your face at that point?
4: Well, I didn't see it. Uh, we walked in, and Stephanie came into the living room. I was in the kitchen, and all of a sudden, she just yells, "There's a fucking Christmas tree in the, in the apartment!" <laughs> I just gonna laugh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so wait she walks in she goes there's a fucking christmas tree yeah what and, did uh, you do
4: i i i said for real and she's like yeah and i came out here and uh there's a tree in the fucking living room so
1: christmas miracle <laughs>
4: Yeah, it was. I was beaming, and then I thought, I thought I thought maybe Stephanie had a surprise Christmas tree for me, but uh,
3: no, the, the Christmas tree. Wait, came
2: wait, out. wait, wait, wait! When did it become apparent that she did not get put the tree there for you?
3: The
2: exact moment.
4: How? how, how She's just pissed right from the beginning. Um, <laughs> So that that initial like you know thought of her putting a tree in here was gone immediately, yeah.
2: and uh... like wow, this okay. is a weird way to present it—being really angry. Wait, 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 yeah.
1: <laughs> Jer, So you thought that Stephanie like arranged this with Jeffrey or or with uh with Lance or whatever or with somebody to to get you this Christmas surprise.
4: It was just for an instant. Um, I immediately <laughs> knew that was not the case.
1: Uh, she, Wait, she would never do
2: that for me.
4: <laughs> exactly. And she was so fucking pissed off. Oh, she I was, couldn't even believe it.
1: Oh, she was really, really angry. She called me up. I think I was one of the first yeah. people she called, and she thought it was her friend Amanda, Amanda Hug and Kiss, who did it. And uh, she calls me, and she's like, I'm going to rip her a new vagina. Or no, she said, I'm going to rip her a new cunt. She's like, that fucking bitch. Put a Christmas tree in my house. I'm going to rip her a new cunt. And I started laughing. She's like, what are you laughing about? I was like, it wasn't Amanda.
3: <laughs> and,
2: let, and let's not forget that, like, Amanda is Jeffrey's girlfriend now.
1: Yeah, so, yeah. Like, Pretty
4: much, yeah.
1: And, yeah. Uh, they right. do everything but uh, but sex. There's well, finger banging.
4: That the, remains uh, to be
2: seen, really.
4: <laughs> when Stephanie saw the ornaments, though, too, she was her other bitching was, because they're, like, really huge, big, bulb gold ornaments and uh, she's like i fucking hate gold oh, yeah. <laughs> even the ornaments are horrible i fucking hate gold
1: she she hated yeah she hates gold but she hated the ornaments and she thought that lance did that on purpose like purposely bought yeah. gold ornaments to uh you know to to bother her even further <laughs> as if i as, if I, know, as her. if
2: I know about her feelings on gold <laughs> you, I, mean, I, you exactly. know, I thought she was jewish jewish girl, gold. jew gold
1: so, Jared, were you like – I remember you were you were trying to, um, you know, assuage her concerns, and you were trying to placate her and be like, you know, it's a joke. Who cares? It's funny. But, I mean, were you hurt a little bit that, you know, her violent reaction towards a tree?
4: <laughs> I, I kind of don't give a shit, really.
2: Um, <laughs> I, I was told that I'd ruined Christmas for you.
1: Yeah, that's what I heard. Every Christmas is ruined, so there's really low expectations. Are
2: you going to to convert to Judaism? I mean, is this part of this whole engagement thing or what? No,
4: I'm not converting to anything.
1: (laughs) That's never been brought up? Apparently, it's a big deal. So, okay, all right, all right. What happens every year? I'm
4: going to convert Stephanie to Christianity.
1: (laughs) You have a
2: long road ahead
1: of you. Why, Why doesn't she want the tree? Like why doesn't she want a Christmas tree? Why does she have such uh, such strong feelings against a Christmas tree? Uh,
4: You know, I have no idea. I think for some reason that is just Christmas to her, and it just bites her ass, man. She
1: She hates the Christmas tree. What about when
4: hateful towards the Christmas tree?
1: What about when she went to your parents' house on Christmas and saw their tree? Did she try to like knock it over?
4: She would uh, like usually throw up in the corner next to it and just leave (laughs) it there it was a jewish present under the tree
1: mm-hmm. so what ended up happening with it i mean i know she was saying she was gonna shit all over it and put it in lance's house or she wanted oh, you to Lance drive to alameda right i'm
4: coming to him i think
1: um, <laughs> i keep my eye on the mail
4: <laughs> she has some some plan and it involves shit so
1: yeah not nice. good. What what was she gonna i mean what did you guys do with the tree then After the initial, Um, like, the initial, like, uh When I came uh,
4: back, I think the next day when I came back from work, I was walking into the apartment, and there's a tree laying out on the sidewalk, and I said, that looks familiar.
1: (laughs) So uh, she dragged it outside herself?
4: I think Jeffrey did it. What? You know, that's a whole
1: aspect of the story. She
4: probably bought him pizza, and he took out the
2: christmas tree he can be bought jeffrey and sold is, jeffrey is a complete like double agent you know like like Dude, yeah. he's like mitt he romney was totally into this he completely was uh you know my corroborator flip-flopper and then, and then immediately when when stephanie gets back and she's furious now he's all on her side and like you know saying how it was all me and and d that did this and that he totally thinks it's it's completely disrespectful i mean he just plays to his own advantage yeah I he can I be bought and sold
1: it. I know, you know. I mean, it's he—he. He, I mean, seriously, without him, that Christmas tree never would have been able to be put into your house. Yeah,
4: I, I pretty much blame Jeff more than anyone.
1: He was—he his role was instrumental in this uh, Christmas tree joke. You know,
4: he's
1: a whore, though. He'll sell himself out to the highest bidder, and then you know, put <laughs> on the next day. He's definitely a whore. So, um, yeah. <laughs> so Jer, the tree was only in your house for twenty-four hours.
4: Yeah, about twenty four hours, I guess. Yeah. Wow! Before well, she, you know, when we were home, I don't know how long it sat here,
1: but giving you a little Christmas spirit. What about the uh, ornaments? Or where are they?
4: <laughs> I think they're here somewhere.
1: Oh, so she kept the ornaments. Wow, I was wondering what she was going to do. It so how I'm probably did...
2: going to wake up and they're going to be like hooked through my asshole someday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really, super
1: scared. <laughs> Is she laughing about it now?
4: I think a little bit, but, uh, you know, if someone would, if it wasn't the joke, she would have been pissed as hell. So. Wow. So what, how do you know what matters?
1: How do you think this is going to impact next year's or this Christmas this year?
4: (laughs) Oh, um, hmm.
1: like, do you think it will be an, you know, an adverse reaction? Do you think we like made it even worse for you? Like there's no way you're going to get a Christmas tree this year.
4: No, now I think you perpetuated it. So now I think she would more than likely do it, and it's still going to be horrible and just not cool, and I don't (laughs) care.
1: But is it every year you guys kind of have that debate, though, right? Or do you even care anymore?
4: No, I've always just threatened it. I said, I'm going to come home (laughs) with this fucking tree this year. And she's like, better not. (laughs) So it's always just been me just saying I'm going to get a tree.
1: God, yes. enjoy the tree?
4: I want to be the one that gets the tree with you. I'm like, okay.
1: (laughs) Do you imagine that? You should. You should. You should video that when you go to the fucking tree farm with Stephanie and just hear just uh, just hear like just ripping apart every tree, criticizing every tree. If she
4: lets us get a tree, I'm gonna make her go out into the woods and like cut one down.
1: Chop one down. Wow.
4: Like this is how it has to be done.
1: Yeah, please document that on film. I would like to see that. Yeah, did uh, did Fu enjoy the tree? Movie. Did
4: Fu? I, I don't know. I think she didn't mind it, but uh, you know, Stephanie took that away, and now she's upset, and we're, <laughs> we're all making it through, though.
1: I was a little worried um, about that. Fu possibly would eat like a branch or something, and it would choke on it. <laughs> and then could you imagine? Like the joke just goes horribly awry.
2: I did well, think of that as
1: well.
4: The tinsel would have been a really bad idea.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God. Jeffrey
2: was all about the tinsel, and I had to explain <laughs> to him that it was hazardous to the cat.
1: Oh, God. Could you imagine? That would have been terrible. All right. Well, Jerry, <laughs> it, it's— I it, would have hated Jeff. It, oh, it would have been bad. It would have been bad. It'll be interesting to see what um, revenge he has in, plan, in store for us. I, you know? No,
2: it won't. It's not going to—I I love this it's going to be interesting for you because it's going to happen to me. (laughs) Like something better happened to you because you're the one who instigated this whole thing. I never would have thought of it. (laughs) I think I just, I I was in the Christmas spirit and said, Oh yeah, this would be funny. And like a nice thing. And now it's just, just blown up in my, it's gone like way further. What do they call that?
1: There's a word for it. It's just, it's it's snowballed. It's snowballed. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, not to use a holiday term, but uh, I think um, she's going to have equal parts revenge for both of us. I think mine's probably going to involve probably maybe feces, but probably she has feces for you, Wackily. I think for me, it's going to be like some kind of gross, uneaten food that she's going to hide somewhere and it'll rot in my house. Or yeah. a bullcock. Yeah, yeah, that could, that could happen too. Um, she's, she's, she's good at doing that. But yeah, I, I, we have to watch our backs now. You know, and all we are trying to do is spread the Christmas spirit.
4: And I appreciate
1: oh, well. it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> no, There's
4: just not much spirit to be had.
1: Well, <laughs> she is devoid of Christmas spirit.
4: So we're, we're just trying to, to
1: brighten up your Christmas, Jer. So hopefully uh, we yeah, did it. it.
4: It was fun for
1: a while. All right. Well, that's good to know. Well, uh, well, we'll let you get back to the game. Jer, nice talking to you. Happy New Year. Uh, yeah, happy
4: New Year. Uh, All right. Have a good one.
1: All right. Talk to you later. Bye, Jer. Later. Well, there you go, Wackerly. What do you think?
2: I'm very worried. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't, I'm say, actually, I wouldn't say I'm any more worried than I was before, but I'm still very worried. I'm not less worried.
1: I'm deeply concerned. I mean,
3: um, I deleted.
1: The, I wish
2: I wouldn't have, but I deleted the texts from her because they were just disturbing to look at. Oh, she was, was like so angry.
1: She it was such such vitriol against us, against the tree, against against
2: baby Christmas. Jesus.
1: Yeah, she was. It was terrible. Like she um. I mean, it was really shocking. I, I didn't expect her to uh, react so strongly towards it. I thought she'd be like, oh, you guys are such dicks. <laughs>
2: I really do Funny. love Jesus. I love Christmas. I thought yeah. it was going to like, you know, melt her grinchly heart.
1: You know, I thought I it was going to cement like their relationship too. Like I thought, you know, they would, uh, you know, roast some chestnuts and like.
2: It was the opposite. She like turned into the <laughs> Hulk. Use another green creature metaphor.
1: You know what? You had a she good like David
2: idea. bannered out. Like, he, you made
3: me angry.
1: <laughs> oh, she, she was. Yeah, you won't like me when I'm angry. And she got yeah, angry. Yeah, even like like burning diarrhea happens then. But uh, Wackley had a good idea, though. You said a sexy Mrs. Claus outfit. Maybe next year. Maybe next <laughs> what year. Am I,
2: well, we're, we're going to like roofie her and put it on her <laughs> while she's passed out.
1: No, we'll get her a sexy Mrs. Claus outfit. She's going to uh, in
2: the garbage or make Jer wear it. Would <laughs> also be funny.
1: <laughs> yeah, possibly. All right, people. This is uh, episode 363 here. Sick and wrong. Um, you know the way the show works. Where and Nine present the most disturbing news items of the week here on the show. And uh, if if you send us an article and we credit you for it, you get a sick and wrong care package. You just have to email me and claim it at sickandwrongpodcast at hotmail dot com. We did get some great stories this week. Before we get to our first one, here's a word from our sponsor adamandeve.com
0: it's butt plug month on adamandeve.com show that you still care by bringing something new into the bedroom and by something new i mean a butt plug because if you order right now and use coupon code diddle you get 50 percent off your first item a gift so sensual i can't even tell you about it on this podcast that talks about murder and bukaki. and on top of all of that free shipping Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, AdamandEve.com, and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE. That's D-I-D-D-L-E.
1: So the first story that we received here uh, came in from Jim. Jim writes, take up arms. This guy took that expression a little too literally. Um, he says also, last time I submitted a story, Wackerly, or L-dub, as I like to call him. I kind of like that L-dub. let start using that. What's up, L-dub?
2: It's very... It's like an
1: R&B name. Yeah, it's like your your rap name, like your hip-hop name. Mm, right. L-dub in the house. His house. Um... <laughs> So Wackerly, or L-Dub, got his panties in a bundle because I didn't tell you anything about myself. So L-Dub, this is for you. I'm five foot nine with an athletic build. I work at the local mm-hmm. library and like a good home-cooked meal. I'm a fan of craft beers, but appreciate the simple, smooth taste of MGD as well. I'm into camping and cycling, often together. If that sounds like your ideal man, fuck off, I'm into girls. Ha
3: <laughs> ha.
2: Oh, I was hoping it was a
1: woman. Like <laughs> <laughs> so a
2: then romance,
1: a woman named Jim. Um,
2: romance with the finger banging.
1: Yeah, I'm sure Jim has finger banged many a woman, though. Sounds well, like camping. it. He's more of a man than me. Yeah, loving the show, guys. Been a lo- listening a long time now. Keep it sick, keep it wrong, Jim. Uh, he sent in a uh, great story here. Neighbors of a Missouri man. Accused- Missouri, Missouri. Neighbors of a Missouri man accused of throwing victims arms
2: wasn't duramater from missouri
1: i think so god that'd mm-hmm. be great if duramater was the one throwing victims arms she's um, long gone she's yeah. now a
2: successful doctor Asian, or lesbian doctor and she yeah. can't fool around with this shit anymore this it's too this, bad
1: she can't she can't have her past stained by her association with sick and wrong podcast no but you know the the, the time the years that she did listen and sent us naked pictures of herself. Um, I'll always treasure those close and just hold the memories close to my heart. You know?
2: Well, or other organs.
1: Well, yeah. Um, Neighbors of a Missouri man, not Duramater accused of throwing victims arms. Say it was like a horror movie. It's happening in Kirksville, Missouri Um, neighbors of the man accused of killing a man, dismembering the body, and then tossing the victim's arms at bystanders, said the scene left them with nightmares. It was something out of a horror movie. You know, if you think about it, this is what you should do. This is a proper dismemberment. You know, if 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 it sounds like this guy killed somebody, chopped up the bodies, and then then he got then uh, he got caught trying to dispose of the uh, the appendages, the and then parts. he got all these these witnesses standing around. And instead of just cursing at them or threatening them, he just started throwing body parts at them. I because laud his efforts. That's what you do. I mean, if you're going to do it... That's what you do. You're going to do not some guy throwing his
2: wife's like, body parts off the top of a skyscraper at one point?
1: I think it was like a roof, wasn't it? Wasn't it was a roof of a house? I don't
2: know why I said skyscraper. I meant like a big apartment building.
1: Yeah, a, a Turkish guy threw, his head, threw her head off of it, right?
2: And other pieces, I thought, too. So there's precedent...
1: I would rather get he hit. He wasn't
2: dead. that guy. wasn't throwing them at people specifically. He I think was he was just, just chucking them off the mouth. roof. Yeah, yeah.
1: I think if uh, if it came down to a body part, I'd rather get hit. by. I'd rather get hit by a soft, supple breast than an arm.
2: What about a cock?
1: I would rather get That's hit soft. by a breast than a cock. That would just be weird.
2: Cock and arm. Which one wins there?
1: <laughs> cock and arm.
2: I mean, the cock is softer. It's going to do less damage, but then and again, smaller. It's a cock,
1: but it's a cock. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's not like the cock's going get in my mouth.
2: Maybe it does. You never
1: know. If you get <laughs> would, near your mouth. Would that be what gay? If hit
2: you in the, what if it hit you on the chin?
1: Would that be gay, Wackerly?
2: No, it's clearly not gay. I mean, if you enjoy it, then it's gay.
1: Okay, let's just say the cock got into your mouth and you just sucked it for like maybe three minutes.
2: Three minutes? That's clearly gay. <laughs> what about like a couple
1: But it's not attached to a body.
2: It's still a cock. Yeah, that's true. Not a fucking Jolly Rancher. Why, why would you suck it at all?
1: <laughs> I was saying it just you saw it and it was flying through the air and it's is in your mouth. too.
2: I mean, nobody wants to suck a flaccid cock. I don't think even gay guys don't want to suck a flaccid cock.
1: Okay, how about this, then? Let's say you got hit by a pair of testicles and it hit you on your forehead. Does that mean you've actually been teabagged? Yes. So you have been teabagged. Not in a yeah. gay way. It's just you've been teabagged. Yeah. I mean,
2: somebody can fuck me up the ass, forcibly, and it's not gay. I mean, I just got raped, but I still have been (laughs) fucked in the ass.
1: That would be the worst, because you know, if it was a friend of mine and uh, I knew he was teabagged at one point, I would bring that up every time we got drunk. Like, if that happened to you, Wackerly, I'd bring it up every time we got drunk.
2: Interestingly, though, if that happened, I have been teabagged, but the guy whose testicles they were formerly belonged to hasn't teabagged me.
1: No, you, you weren't teabagged. Well,
2: that guy's never tea. I mean, he might've teabagged somebody at a different point in time, but that doesn't count as him teabagging somebody.
1: Yeah. But his genetic material is, uh, is in those nuts.
2: Right. But they're not, a, it, they have to be attached. They to have to be attached. Him to say that he's teabagged me.
1: So then you were just teabagged by just a pair of random severed balls. Right. Not even. What about the guy that threw them?
2: Hmm, that's interesting. I would say no, but maybe that's a possibility.
1: He tagged you, you The verdict nuts. is out. So this is kind of a confusing uh, story here. Paul Potter, Paul Potter, not Paul any Pot. relation to Harry.
2: <laughs> what about Paul Pot?
1: Paul Pot? <laughs> no relation to Paul Pot or Harry Potter. Okay. Um, Paul Potter is 49 years old. He's from Kirksville. He's accused of setting fires to conceal the crime. And this is interesting. He was charged on Monday with second-degree murder, arson, and tampering with a motor vehicle. He's held on a million dollar bond. So he's not charged with first-degree murder. Second-degree murder. I don't know the degrees. I don't, I don't understand how mean. this couldn't be first-degree murder. I mean, he killed somebody. Maybe there what wasn't sec- premeditation. What does second-degree even mean? I mean, maybe there wasn't premeditation. Oh. Um, and it was like a crime of passion or something.
2: Sounds like a little bit uncoordinated. Possibly. Organized crime?
1: Well, I think this guy sounds a bit uncoordinated mentally.
3: This you happened a in the trailer, thing. right?
1: No, it was an er- apartment er- complex.
3: Erksville.
1: Oh. Police officers responding to a call of fire arrived to see a vehicle in flames as well as two apartment buildings. Later, upon searching the apartment building, they found a, guy, a corpse that didn't have any arms. It's a uh, dismembered corpse. That's the guy who apparently he killed. I'm
2: pretty sure those arms belonged to
1: this guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not
2: sure. <laughs> <laughs> but all signs point to
1: that. Uh, when they arrived, <clears throat> um, when they arrived, they saw Potter throwing two objects, later identified as human arms, at the witnesses. Uh, one of his neighbors here, um, Jerry, said he was outside Potter's apartment when Potter hurled the victim's arms. "Quote unquote, they hit me. I had blood on me, and I've had nightmares since. I couldn't sleep on Sunday." I still cry about it. It's horrific.
2: God, what a fag. I know, dude. Cries about it. Baby. Ah, Mommy, I can't go to sleep.
1: (laughs) Don't you think you could fucking dodge a human arm? Yeah. I mean, like, what is this guy just like paralyzed in fear? (laughs) I can't move. Arm coming at my face. It's like, dude, I mean, get out of the fucking way. faggot (laughs) (laughs) and now he's crying about you deserve to cry about getting hit in the face with arms
2: i mean real men cry as we know but you do it in the privacy of your home and you don't tell the news about it
1: you know i would maybe cry if it was a pair of nuts that hit me like if this dude did throw his the balls of this guy at me and it hit me in like in the face
2: and one went in your mouth
1: (laughs) or in my mouth and i sucked on them for three minutes i would probably cry about that later (laughs) but arms come on dude i wonder how he threw him do you think he threw him like over like over arms like like throwing like a boomerang yeah sure flew through the air like that or you think he threw it like i don't think it
2: came back to him (laughs) it's not aerodynamic (laughs) like that has that has anybody ever actually made a boomerang come back to them no and i've thrown many a boomerang they never come back
1: didn't we have didn't, didn't an aussie send us a boomerang whatever happened to that
2: i don't know you had it
1: do you I have, have all a, those tchotchkes? I thought you took the boomerang.
2: No, it I mean, was in your apartment. You probably threw it in the garbage. I mean, that guy <laughs> took all the time to post it to us and went out and bought a boomerang and put, put it in the mail and you just don't care.
1: Yeah. I'm heartless. I'm heartless that way. Unless it's booze. I have no need for it. Right. Booze or money. Um, yeah, I wonder, well, come on Aussies. Let us know. Can you throw a boomerang? Or do you have to be
2: anybody can throw one? It's just they don't they don't come back. I think it's a myth.
1: I think if you're Aborigine, they come back.
2: Well, that's that's a different story. And then what you're supposed to catch the thing?
1: Yeah, dude. Haven't you ever seen Crocodile Dundee?
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's what he does. Time. (laughs) It seems like it would harm your hand. But what do I know?
1: I don't know. Maybe 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 you should do this experiment, Wankley.
2: Can somebody send me a didgeridoo? (laughs)
1: <laughs> if you that throw a, i would cherish if you throw a didgeridoo does it come back at you
2: no but i could replace the slide whistle i mean doesn't anybody ev- everybody wants to hear me do the didgeridoo right
1: actually that's a good idea it'd be a soothing background for each story
2: yeah i would just do it throughout the entire show i would stop talking and a lot of people would probably enjoy that <laughs>
1: Um another neighbor here Martina Mudd, said she was awakened on Sunday by a car horn going off. She uh, went outside to see what was going on and uh she saw, she saw Potter throwing things. And uh, when she moved closer to the objects, she saw what they were.
2: I love how the sound of a car horn arouses this woman's interest. <laughs> Not a lot going on in Kirkville, Missouri.
1: I just think Somebody it's Somebody honking
0: that over there? She I better didn't get go hit check with it an out. Arm.
1: She um, obviously uh, is a little more, um, I don't know, evasive than, uh, than Jerry. So she got out of the way. She, she didn't even go probably near the guy. Hmm. She didn't get hit by an arm. Yeah, um, she's
2: like weaving and sticking and moving and all that stuff.
1: <laughs> like a football running back.
2: Right. Missouri Mar- doesn't have a team, do they? No.
1: Yeah, the St. Louis Rams, right?
2: The Saint- yeah, you're right. St. Louis. I couldn't think of the city that's the, the famous one in Missouri.
1: Marlene Hammond, another neighbor, says it's very difficult to believe that Potter's accused of murder, and uh, she said she's in shock over it. She goes, "That's not the Paul that we know and love." She described Potter as a friendly neighbor and as someone who would she she <clears throat> she described Potter as friendly and as someone who had given borrowed cigarettes, and also he had once given two dollars to a neighbor as a birthday gift. So
2: cigarettes and two dollars. <laughs>
3: What a guy.
1: How could someone who gave $2 as a birthday gift be capable of chopping off someone's arms and throwing them at people? You know? It defies it's cruel logic. world. Yeah. It's, it's a cruel world. Well, I think the moral of this story is if you see a crazy man throwing body parts, just get the fuck out of the way. You know? Maybe stay Stick in your house.
2: Bob and, Bob and weave.
1: Bob and weave. Do the
2: spin move. Do the Barry Sanders spin move. Just, <laughs> just, just get you out of the way of an arm.
1: Oh, you know what you should do. Just don't you stop, drop, and roll? Like, roll out of the way so you don't get hit by an arm?
2: That might work.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You never know. All right, Wack, what do you have here for the second story?
2: This is one of those stories that's not really about a specific incident. It's more about a social uh, thing. <laughs> but it has one of these big elaborate intros, too, so I guess I should read that. Hey, Dean and Lance, another one of those limies here from Southampton, England. Here's a story from one from those wonderful Saffas, which means South Africans. Did you know Safa,
1: Saffa, you know, I didn't even know that.
2: Yeah. It's my first time sending in a story, but I've been listening for a few months now. You guys keep me sane while working night shifts at a hotel. Wow. <laughs> He's going to go fucking full-on uh, Jack from, uh, what do
1: you the call shining. it? The Shining. The Shining. You know, Jones. I wonder uh, how many times like he gets... I bet you he gets some weird calls in the middle of the night.
2: Yeah, I've never... Actually, I've, I've worked in buildings that sort of had little tiny hotels that are associated with... Uh, univers the university but Dude, think about there wasn't a, there wasn't enough hotel rooms to really ever get the full feel of like hotels just hotels be crazy i wonder yes, how many how
1: many times this guy probably not as much as like someone working in vegas or atlantic city but i wonder how many times someone gets locked out of their room on their way to go get some ice butt naked
3: with and, something
2: in their ass
1: yeah and then they gotta walk over to the bellhop and be like hey i'm naked
2: you hotels know that, are just disgusting.
1: That recently I happened have to, to
2: stay in them a lot for work, and it's just... I mean, I should get hazard pay.
1: That recently yeah. happened to Joe Kelly.
2: <laughs> what, he was locked out of the room naked, or he had to deal with it?
1: Locked out of the room naked. I guess he said he was really drunk, and uh, he did. He hooked up with some skank at the Hard Rock, at the Hard Rock Casino. And uh, he thought... <clears throat> He thought he was going to the bathroom, but I think he just walked out of the uh, the room and it was locked. And she was passed out; she wouldn't wake up. And he had to, Oops. like uh, yeah, he had to go grab a towel off of uh, I think off the floor. Housekeeping. Yeah, and then he had to walk up the front desk. It's pretty embarrassing, you said. But I wonder He's how much. so he happens. can have
2: random sex in hotel rooms. That never happens to me. I, I never man. see a girl and you know get the come hither look. It's more like, you know, what's that creep doing? Creeping around the
1: hallway. Yeah, but I bet you've been, you know, wasted, drunkenly masturbating in uh, your hotel room. That's true. (laughs) And you could have just walked out because you're wasted and you thought it was the bathroom door and you're, you know, unaccustomed to the layout of the room.
2: I'm unaccustomed to the layout of the room. I'm
0: sorry. And I'm hammered (laughs) and I was masturbating. Just let me in.
2: (laughs) All right. All right. All right. Uh... Night shifts at the hotel, catching up on the back catalog and up to 235. Hope this makes it onto the craft, which I guess he'll listen to in like several months. Keep it sick and wrong, Chris.
1: You got a lot of shows to go there, buddy.
2: Yeah, he does. You better pick up the pace. Uh, the South shift. Africa, women, colon, <laughs> I guess this is the headline, women drinking to harm babies. Wow. Now, I guess if you're going to go beat kids, it helps to be drunk, but that's not really what's happening.
1: That's not why I drink.
2: Well, there's many reasons that other people might drink, not, not the specific reasons that you're drinking.
1: Yeah. I mean, everyone has their own reasons for drinking, but uh, my my reason for drinking is not to harm babies.
2: Just not to feel
1: yeah. the feelings anymore? My reason for drinking is not to make babies. I just pass out. <laughs> <laughs> just harm all your sperm. Well, yeah. you Lazy, know, lazy sperm.
2: You know, there's, like, the the whole thing about, like, the Cadillac welfare mama thing that was big in the 80s, that people are on welfare driving Cadillacs.
1: Milking the system. Milking the system. And Obama is a big proponent of milking the system.
2: Well, he has, like, an aunt who's on welfare and some uncles and stuff like that. And I guess she's an illegal immigrant from Africa. Hell in a
1: handbasket, Wackerly. Hell in a handbasket. neither
2: here nor there. (laughs) Um... And the whole thing is that, you know, when you have – when you're on welfare and uh, you don't have a job and the more kids you have, the more you get paid, right? Which is kind of a not a good incentive structure, but at the same time, if a welfare person has a bunch of kids, you don't want the kids, you know, through no fault of their own to go hungry. So what are you going to do?
1: Well, that's how it works. It's a it's a governmental assistance for your kids. I mean right. more mouths so to it, feed. It,
2: it could, yeah, it could, I guess, give you an incentive to have more children to get more money, but then you have to pay for those. You know, I don't really think it works like that, but, you know, tight asses, <laughs> taxpayers, they get worked up about it.
1: Yeah, but how how much money do you think Octomom gets?
2: Well, whatever it is, times eight.
1: <laughs> it's a lot of dough. <laughs>
2: I forget. Did she have eight kids at once or did she have six kids and she already had two kids?
1: She had eight at once. She'd have eight at once? But nine. she had
2: two so she really has like ten kids because she had two older ones, I think.
1: Oh, she had two older fucking.
2: God. That's a lot of kids. Did
1: you imagine that's what her plot. vagina would feel like? Just
2: like air. <laughs> Hold your cock out in the air and that's what it feels like.
1: I think it'd be like fucking a snuggie.
2: I'm pretty sure she didn't deliver these kids vaginally. So once again you know, our anatomy, <laughs> our, our knowledge of the reproductive system is not great.
1: Ugh, God, disgusting visual.
2: <laughs> anyway, in South Africa, SAFA, they, the government pays you 20 pounds per child.
1: I don't, so it's about, what, 50 bucks, 45 bucks? Something like that.
2: But that's for a normal kid. If the kid has a disability...
1: You get 85 pounds. Whoa. For a retarded kid, you get 85 pounds.
2: Disability, any kind of disability retarded. Maybe if it's missing a foot,
1: if it's blind, what if it has deaf. a speech impediment?
2: I don't know. There's probably, there's gotta be a limit, right? Like what if it's just missing a pinky? Yeah. Disability. I mean, wow. I mean if it was my kid, I'd be arguing for the higher, higher pay. Yeah. But I mean, so-
1: 85 pounds. That's like, uh, what was that? Like 120 bucks. Interestingly,
2: this uh has led to a spike in the number of babies born with disabilities.
1: Now, how <laughs> so how could that happen? happen? Yeah.
2: <laughs> how could that well you could think that like now more people are reporting that their kid has a disability, right? Because they know there's a value in it. They're gonna get more money. Whereas before, maybe they just would say, you know, I'm not going to like register my kid with a disability. He's fine. He gets around on his nubs, <laughs> his little skateboard.
1: Maybe maybe they started a pregnant women's boxing league. <laughs> no?
2: Well, that's the, yeah. So now you're going into the, you're going into, maybe there are more kids with disabilities, right? That's the other possibility.
1: Well, dude, the stomach shots hurt.
2: What they think is happening is there's a lot more kids with fetal alcohol spectrum disorder. Whoa. FASD. Or as we call it over here, fetal alcohol syndrome, faz,
1: faz baby, faz babies. Yeah, it's like the babies with their eyes too. Do you, do you remember in high school there'd always be a couple kids, their eyes a little too wide apart, their head a little They're... too shaped oh. like a hammer, a little too <laughs> a flat the, on top.
2: They have the like stubby nose. That's what I always think of of a faz baby.
1: Yeah, it's just, it, it just means that you know, mommy used to drink a little bit, maybe when she was breastfeeding. <laughs> You know, she and just never two, stopped two drinking with
2: big noses. We probably it's probably just a prejudicial thing.
1: God, that's that's one thing I never I mean, could you imagine it's like <clears throat> have you heard about that? Like when uh, you're having kids with your wife, you just got married, you're having kids with your wife. A lot of husbands Ugh, because sorry, I shuddered a lot of husbands because their wife can't drink for nine months. They're like, you know, what? I'm going to go on the wagon too, just in solidarity. It's like, <laughs> <Right>. fuck that. <laughs> you're, no, you're out of your like, fucking I'm not going to drink in front of you <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's more like it i'm going I don't even out care. for a
1: while i would be like ha you can't have any yeah Got i don't know i think the, i think americans
2: go overboard with it too you know have some wine fuck it
1: yeah but I'd i mean probably it, it,
2: smoking is out
1: <laughs> but, but yeah like but would you want your uh would you be upset if your wife was like you know doing shots of jameson
2: yeah just every day yeah yeah i would be upset
1: i'd be like okay now we're gonna have a retarded kid and it's your fault
2: you're going to take care of it.
1: Yeah. That's what I would say.
2: <laughs> it. <laughs> you don't know yet. It's still un- undifferentiated.
1: That's true. Well,
2: anyways, this whole, this is not a laughing matter because this, this condition is it's usually irreversible, which I, I guess maybe sometimes it can be reversed. What do they do? It like can,
1: push the skull back to make the eyes closer? I guess. Like, <laughs> like forceps. Surgery.
2: It can mean speech problems, physical deformities, learning difficulties, and behavioral issues. Hmm. Listen to this. So I think I think they're right. I, you know, I think maybe this is just one of those sort of social sort of anxiety things. But no, they say that more than three quarters of children at the Miracle Kids Center in Helenvale suffer from this. Three so quarters? It's obviously epidemic. Yeah. It's so sad to see, says uh, one of the women who work at this children's center. But we need to educate these mothers to know they are causing a lifetime of difficulties. The Eastern Cape Liquor Board... Uh, is launching a campaign to educate young mothers about the dangers of drinking whilst pregnant. So, (laughs) you know, we're talking about doing shots and drinking wine and how... I mean, I just think the real reason in America you can't drink while you're pregnant is because all of the just fucking, uh, you know, busybodies will just, you know, look down upon you so heavily that you can't take the pressure.
1: Well, I mean, I'm sure like a glass of wine's okay, but... Oh yeah,
2: but you can't you can't be pregnant and have like wine like out at a restaurant. People will come up and say shit to you.
1: But I mean, would you want to take the risk of having a fetal alcohol syndrome kid? Uh, I don't know.
2: I'm not I'm not, I'm not going to get pregnant or nor will I ever intentionally <laughs> impregnate anybody, so I guess I don't really give a fuck. But that's not what's going on here. I want to point this out. And this is kind of where the story, I mean, the story is interesting enough that these women sort of value the extra what is it 65 pounds a month that they're willing to put up with or you know impose on their children
1: uh uh disability so they're purposely they're basically a retarded kid factory that's that's what this is implying
2: but i I do wonder if this came from one of the you know like a right-wing leaning news source where you know, causality and fucking all that shit, uh, it, whatever correlation and causality and blah, you know, why is it happening? Yeah, yeah. No, it. Is, is it happening intentionally so they can get more money? Who knows that that's not really clear, but, uh, I do want to talk about how they're getting drunk, which is a, a subject Vodka. that the show focuses on. No, this is tequila caused by the prevalence. And I've never heard this word before of illegal shabins. S-H-E-B-E-E-N-S.
1: Shabine. Which is what I'm
2: going to name my daughter if I ever do end up having one. She's going to be called Shabine. Shabine, Did
1: get Bill over it. Bill Cosby here. have a kid named Shabine. K.
2: What, because he's black? <laughs> he was a doctor, goddammit. They, in the Shabine, they make this highly addictive and damaging alcohol, which is cheap. It costs about, you can get, it for, you can get a liter for about 14 pence which I guess is about 25 cents or something. Yeah. Uh, And it's called Kaka. K-A-H-K-A-H. Kaka. Kaka.
1: (laughs) You know, I would be reluctant to drink something with a name like that.
2: Not to be confused with Jankum, which was a hoax. Oh, yeah. Jankum, which
1: Jankum was supposed to be. It was like
2: put your, your shit into a bag and put it in the ground and fermented it. And then kids were drinking it. But then they found out that that was bullshit. Fermented
1: poo. But this, I mean, I if you think that. about it, this name, like, Jankum kind of sounds like, okay, well, that could almost be anything. Whereas Kaka actually does sound like shit. Like, what color is it? Is it a clear alcohol, like moonshine?
2: No, they say that it is brown. <laughs> is Maybe it's where they got, it's like a brown, creamy color. What the, milky a, brown liquid. That's, that's
1: disgusting, crazy. then. Now this looks like diarrhea, like liquid feces.
2: Well, Kahlua is milky and brown, and everybody loves that. Mudslides and whatnot. Right?
1: Yeah, I guess you have a point there. <laughs> Apparently this
2: stuff is really lethal because, like, uh, these people are are really addicted to it. This one one woman says, if I don't drink this, I'm like someone who is sick. I can't sleep and I can't think straight. But when I have this, I am better and I can do anything, what's says the, Ruth, what's the
1: which proof? is a fake name. What's the huh? proof, like, uh, level? Like, what's the proof of this... Uh...
2: No information on that one, D. It's probably like Everclear or something, you know, like 190 proof or something. Like 85% alcohol. the so it, I
1: mean, it's So it looks like a milkshake? The, <laughs> yeah, it's milky <laughs> and brown.
2: Oh, you can't, just get off of it,
1: all right? All right, all right. I'm going to get beyond the caca. Within,
2: the reporter says that within two sips, Ruth is slurring and dribbling. Like saliva is coming out of her mouth after two sips. Damn. And then she goes over and tries to change the baby's diaper, uh, and then she can't, do, can't accomplish that. Then she lets the baby breastfeed while she's drinking the toxic <laughs> liquid, which is
1: not good. So what did the milk look like coming out of, of her, her breast? Tit? Yeah, was that brown? And was <laughs> that brown?
3: I guess.
2: <laughs> That's another thing about having a kid. So, so you're nine months pregnant and you can't drink, and then you can't drink when you're breastfeeding.
1: No, Which is gonna... another
2: thing that you'll be looked down upon if you decide to not breastfeed. You know, you're just like, I'm just going to feed my kids formula. Fuck this, like letting it clamp onto my titty thing, and everybody will like poo-poo you, like, oh, you're just not a good mother.
1: Well, then they, you're gonna, your kids gonna have developmental issues. So you have if to. If you breastfeed. don't breastfeed, but but then you can't drink while you're breastfeeding, or your kids <laughs> gonna be drinking, uh, you know, caca. And then
2: I, I've seen new parents they do this thing where they're like, they'll pump out a bunch bunch of breast milk prior. And then they'll get drunk and then, you know, they won't breast, they won't breastfeed for like a week so they can get the alcohol out of their system. I mean, God, it's like, it's it's like the kid has to change your whole lifestyle. That's terrible. It's terrible. And
1: just one night of forgetting to wear a condom. (laughs) Look at, look look at the repercussions.
2: (laughs) Well, then you got like three months of like putting off, going to get an abortion, too. Don't forget
1: about that. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And, Uh, And the arguing and the convincing. The persuading the cajoling.
2: <laughs> the cajoling the haranguing <laughs> there, there's it. a sequence of things you go through right there's like the suggestion like maybe we shouldn't have a kid maybe you should go get an abortion and then you have to escalate from there
1: i wish it came down to like a game of war like whoever won this game of war with cards like was i give it a don't want leave it
2: up to that it's completely it's like flipping a coin
1: I know, but I think it should come down to like a a game. Like you, you want to have an abortion. She doesn't want to have an abortion. We'll play this game, and then uh, I don't want to
2: leave it up to chance. I want it to be like a court case. You know, I'm like (laughs) arguing in front of the jury. Now, ladies and gentlemen of the jury,
1: (laughs) this is why the baby cannot be born. (laughs) We
2: are not responsible people. We cannot be raising a child. Clearly, this is the answer. And it starts with an A. <laughs> uh, she has five or six bottles a day, this Ruth. Jesus. Uh, starting from about nine o'clock in the morning, she says. But she adds that I don't drink through the day because I have things to do, which I guess <laughs> means that she does them before 9 a.m. <laughs> they uh, they go travel to a Shabin and check it out. Uh, it's Filthy Shed. I love sheds, as you know. And it's Dude. packed full of people, including at least two women cuddling tiny babies. Oh god. <laughs> you know it's a good drink when you, you can't even you like like people crowd around the production area. <laughs> they can't they can't get enough. They just have to hover there like as it's coming out of the still <laughs> and just drink it right there. You think you'd think you'd charge
1: more for it if it was that addictive.
2: Right. People are clamoring for it. You should maybe yeah. raise the price
1: from twenty five cents. I mean, I wonder how easy it is to make this stuff. It sounds easier than meth.
2: Yeah. I mean, I don't think you're going to explode your house or your shed, but make no, it... It's just good. you just like get a Like though, I mean, you know, in, in 50 years, this will be, like, a delicacy. Like you who... All, all, all booze starts out as some, like, thing that hillbillies are drinking and or, like, peasants. Grappa, for example, you know? Yeah. It's like the liquor they made from the seeds and the stems. The shit that you take, you don't want in your wine... But now you can go out and, you know, buy, like, a $200 bottle of nice grappa.
1: Yeah, and then uh, I wonder if eventually caca is going to be, like, once white people start drinking it.
2: I'll have the uh, 1942 caca, please. (laughs) Aged seven years. Oh, it's quite delicious caca. Bring me my child, bring me my child. I need to breastfeed it.
1: You have to squish it around in your mouth to right. get the full taste of the flavor
2: <laughs> you have a special like crystal fucking glass for it, or these guys you know these guys are drinking it out of like like shitty used uh like water bottles yeah. that that are all like cloudy with age.
1: white people drink their cock out of crystal decanters
2: right, cut glass. <laughs> Uh, anyway, the police bust it up and dump all the cock out and the people go crazy. <laughs> leave them. Leave us. It makes us happy, they say. <laughs> and uh, as the cops move away, they tell the reporter they'll be back brewing some more. Not later. They say they'll be back brewing some more right now. Wow.
1: <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Jesus, dude. So you can huh. bust up a Shabin and then they're like, well, we got other shabine materials in our trunks. So let's build the shabine in the same place. I don't think it takes like a
2: lot of sophisticated stuff to make to construct a Shabin, apparently. Who
1: knows? They need oh. the untouchables in uh in that area of South Africa.
2: What's that guy's name from the untouchables? Elliot Ness. <laughs> Elliot Ness. Yeah. And uh Sean
1: Connery. Breaking down the cockeye. Like busting out the cockeye industry. Yep. Wow. Whatever, they love it. <laughs> they're
2: they're going to keep making it. They, if we love something that much, not, you know, nothing will, will stop your dreams and aspirations.
1: Let's say that um, a fan in South Africa, a Saffa fan, they sure. up getting you a bottle of caca and sent it to you. Would you do any?
2: Yeah, I would probably take a sip.
1: You would try it out? Yeah. Two sips make you slur and you have blurred vision.
2: We'll try it.
3: <laughs> it's probably there you illegal go, people.
2: to put in the mail, but okay.
1: It's the Kaka challenge here on sick it, They wrong. don't
2: even say like what it's made of or anything like that. You know, what, what's the raw ingredient? It's probably just grass from the savannah or something, right?
1: It's fermented something. And if it's a brownish, milky looking liquid, I don't even want to try it. I don't think I would.
2: Once again, you'll drink Kahlua. Yeah, but I know. Bailey's. I mean, you love Bailey's. <laughs> Everybody knows you love Bailey's. I
1: do love Bailey's. You ever drink Bailey's from a shoe? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> People, send your stories to stick podcast at hotmail.com. Luckily, well, we got a few phone calls to get to. Um, I also want to give a big shout out to Raja from North Carolina. I used to say her name was Raji, but it's, uh-huh. that's incorrect. It's, it's Raja. Raja. She corrected me. Uh, Raja sent some really sexy photos of herself to us, and uh, she also recommended a porn site that I've never heard of called TubeGalore.com. You ever heard of that yeah. one?
2: I believe I've probably been on there once or twice. <laughs> Who knows? I can't keep track.
1: I mean, I, I go to several different ones, but usually I, I do huge's. It's usually enough for me. <laughs> but um, Tube Galore might be a new one. I love how a girl, a hot girl at that, suggest, is suggesting a porn site to us. She says it has more categories than I can decisively handle. And as a result, I end up with 15 tabs open, distracted by cock overload. How hot is that?
2: Yeah, I like like when women look at porn. You know what I like, too? That that she's specifically looking at cock. I actually like that. Because I kind of, I don't like it when girls say that they love porn, but they're not, oh, I love watching girl-girl porn. Like, really? Because you're not a lesbian, so why do you like girl-girl porn? I like it that the girl's like, oh, yeah, hot cocks. I love it.
1: She she likes she likes looking at this cock just like plowing some other chick. You know, a cock just plowing some chick right yeah. on, on video. And it's just – it's great. I mean, it's hot. And I picture myself. I'm like, God, oh, she's probably masturbating while she's watching this. And they exactly. probably – she yeah, she probably spends like hours doing it.
2: Anyway. A girl that looks like this doesn't need to masturbate. <laughs> got, I'm sure guys are just crawling all over just trying to get it in her.
1: Yeah, that's my fantasy to think that she is because, you know – you don't want to think, you don't want to think of like a girl that looks like Roseanne Barr masturbating.
2: No, you don't. No. <laughs> <laughs> don't know.
1: Anyway, Raja, thanks for sending those pictures. Um, if my internet goes down, um, I'll have something to look at in order to, uh, to masturbate to instead of having to try to go by memory. Fuck that shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's like when you're in fourth grade <laughs> or you're at your parents' house. And uh, you, you like you have no access to the internet. You're I like, don't
2: even think I could do it.
1: I, it's been I a long... while I
2: feel weird masturbating in my parents' house at this point in time.
1: Yeah, but you know, if you're there for like a week and you don't have the internet, you're in the shower. Have you? Haven't you? I've, it's been a just while imagine, for me. Just
2: imagine if you like your mom caught you. <laughs> <laughs> thirty <laughs> thirty eight, beating <laughs> off.
1: Good God. She's like, God damn it! I wish I'd have drank the caca. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, Raja, thanks for sending in those pictures. Uh, people, you can send us an email. at around podcast at hotmail.com. Um, before we get to our first phone call, here's a word from our sponsor, Audible.com.
5: Audible.com is the internet's leading provider of spoken audio entertainment. With over 75,000 titles to choose from, Audible has it covered. Get a free audiobook download when you sign up for a free trial. Go to audiblepodcast.com forward slash diddle and get your free audio book today.
3: Every night with my star friends, we
1: eat caviar. All right, Wacker, we got a few phone calls here the second Wrong Hotline. 206-666-3846 is that number. Um, this first story is about sharing. Sharing is caring?
0: Hey, dear Lance, this is Jonesy calling from New York City. I uh, just listened to the holiday spectacular about I was thinking about that. you guys talking about the uh the squirt bukkake, which uh just that's a beautiful visual. And it's something I've been thinking about. Squirt I mean squirting is cool. It's like you know, girls want to get jizzed on their faces. I kinda wanna get squirted on. And I fucking got a two for one special. This I was hanging out with this Asian chick. Uh <laughs> she was a squirter and she uh she squirted
1: on me, and I jizzed on her, and it was uh, it was totally for free. Didn't cost- I love how he qualifies that. It's totally for free. <laughs> I wasn't paying for it. All right? I'm not a pervert. <laughs> Actually, I'm just cheap. <laughs> <laughs> this guy um, clearly
2: isn't from is New York any City. Any he's got a bit of else? an accent. Is he English or Australian? I can't tell.
1: No, he's got a New York accent. Listen to him.
2: It sounds like he's like British to me.
1: I don't know what kind of British accent you think you're hearing here, Wackley.
2: Oh, maybe I should clear the cum out of my ears.
0: <laughs> Wait, it wasn't piss, but it smells like maybe you, you know you cook, cook the vegetables. You water cool the vegetables, on, and you sniff it. It's kind of like that. All right, guys, keep it sick, keep it wrong, and uh, I have our uncircumcised flung.
2: You love it, you slags. You're a And he calls us a slag? You know slag? what? He calls
1: us slags, too. Maybe and he... he's
2: uncircumcised.
1: That dude's from Europe. All uh, right, you know what? I'm thinking maybe he's an English guy that moved to New York City. He's been there for like three years, and his accent's fading.
2: Well, it's all fucked up now. It's like blended in with the sort of Guido thing.
1: Like, um, I wonder if he moved to the Jersey Shore. Kind of like uh, Sleazy E. Like Sleazy E has one of those accents that it's still sort of there. <laughs> But it doesn't sound like uh, an actual the English The California person.
2: accent is the worst, and I definitely have picked it up, but what are you going to do?
1: Yeah, it's hella bad, that California accent.
2: It's ter- terrible.
1: So this guy is Bro. saying that girls do squirt, and it smells like cooked vegetable water. Like I've water. heard of
2: this vegetable thing.
1: I've never heard of that. Yeah, I have. Cooked Cooked like the water that you use to cook vegetables in. right. <laughs> who, where have you heard this from, Wackerly?
2: I, I feel like I have though.
1: I've never heard this. Like
2: uh, I think somebody told me, like soup, like the the like the green bean water, like when you open a can of green beans. Oh, it's you the, know, the wa- water. Yeah, that you the drain water in. that's in the can. I think somebody told me it smells like that. God, that's, I don't. I've never been bizarre. with I mean, there's a, there's a line between girls who get really wet, but we're talking about where it's like shooting out, right?
1: You know, you've never had a girl that's done that. No. You know, I was talking to uh, I was talking to Big Jeff, who's been on the show before. Do you right. remember Big Jeff? Lake David- Merritt. Yeah, you remember that chick? He called her Lake Nick Merritt. Merritt? <laughs> she was like, she wasn't even a chick. She was a woman. She was like in her fifties, and he was hooking up hey, with man, her.
2: Don't knock it.
1: And yeah, whatever. I mean, yeah, so you've was- tried it. cougar. She was a cougar because Jeff was like, I think late twenties at that time, maybe thirty.
2: I don't know how much we're allowed to talk about, but didn't he? Anyway. He also worked with her, which is which is always a line you don't want to cross, but.
1: Yeah, whatever. What do? He Lake said she was Merit. she was a good looking older lady. He ended up uh, She was, I there. saw her once. And uh but he said that chick would spray, like they'd have to replace the sheets. Because like it, it was like
2: Lake Merritt.
1: It was them. everywhere. That's why he called her <laughs> uh he called her Lake Merritt. It's disgusting.
2: I uh I think it's hot that it, I mean it sucks that you have to change all your sheets and stuff, but it seems pretty erotic that you're like, you know, you're turning her on so much that she's just flowing like a river.
1: Okay, but let's just uh flip the tables here, Rackley, on the other side. Okay. Let's just say I came like, I don't know, like a pint full of cum just all over her, there's just cum just in her hair. It's like it's almost like a, in ghostbusters when you're slimed. Sure. Would you find that like do you think that girl would find that erotic? I think so. If I shot I mean out I don't, but I like I'm then? not into cum, but I
2: like think of the think of the alternative. Like, a girl has to find it kind of disappointing when a guy just, like, dribbles out a little tiny piece of, like, whiskey-infused, like, you know, like, disappointment cum shot.
1: Well, and and conversely, we find it disappointing if a girl's really dried or barely even wet because we think she's not turned on. But I'm just saying there's she, she, a limit. By the
2: way, she isn't turned on in the
1: case. But I'm saying there's a limit to, uh, to the amount of... Of of uh, your your there's an optimal your, quantity
2: you're saying yeah
1: like I mean think about it. if if I'm coming like a gallon of cum all over her just shooting out of me and it's just like she's coated in it I think she's gonna be like okay now I'm disgusted which is similar to, to the to the pee or to the, the, the female squirting it's like oh she's on top God. of you and now then you've you get sp- you got squirt all over your your blankets all over your legs you're like looks like I just took a shower like I, I mean it's just, it's kind of gross. And I smell like vegetable water.
2: <laughs> you called it pee though. Now you're going to get girls. Right. Who squirt. They're going to email us and be all pissed off.
1: If it's a little bit of squirt, I don't mind it. But uh, the way Jeff described it, I mean to describe the girl, give her a nickname as Lake Merritt. That means there's a lot of liquid coming out of this woman.
2: I wonder if it, I wonder if it's something that increases with age <laughs> because this woman was a little bit older.
1: You know, we should start like a sick and wrong scientific discoveries lab. <laughs> <laughs> where we, we have like <laughs> the learning
2: a learning channel is going to pick up the show you think oh
1: well, yeah you know like kind of like MythBusters, you know but with we'll me like and you
2: gro- you know gross perverted sex MythBusters.
1: like sure. actually make our own jankum and see if it really does fuck people up you know
2: i'm not drinking it
1: <laughs> no not i'm not but we could have like fans volunteer oh okay i'd be done with that yeah sure all right here's the uh I'm lighting that idea <laughs> Here's the second call, which is commenting on something Wackerly said, I think, the last show.
5: Uh, my question is I remember um, Lance talking about guys that post photos of themselves and it's not manly. I don't know if he was gay, but um took out my photos. My name is Samuel Mason. Whatever you want to bleep out.
1: Wait a second. <laughs> she just say her name's Samuel? Yeah, is this a guy? I don't know. I thought it was a girl. <laughs> I totally thought it was a girl when she I said guess my Samuel name is
2: a guy. I was thinking like the girl from Bewitched, but that would well, be Samantha. Samantha.
1: Yeah, this she. I swear she said Samuel. Samuel Mason. It's
2: a, ch- it's a child. It's child. You know, children shouldn't be listening to the show.
1: No, seriously, you are way too young. Your voice is not lowered yet. Your balls haven't dropped yet. Do you You, even have pubes? You probably don't. If you don't have pubes, you shouldn't be listening to Sick and Wrong. Seriously, parents, net nanny, net nanny, come here. Yeah, God.
5: Um, Facebook, um, May thirty first, nineteen eighty nine, and if you check out some of my foils, would you say those are gay?
1: Wait, wait, wait! This kid is born in (laughs) eighty (laughs) nine. How old would that make him then?
2: He's pretty he's like twenty
1: three. Then why is his voice 24? so high? Why is his voice so high then? Am I doing
2: the math wrong or what's going on? Eighty nine. He, he has a strange phone.
1: Like twenty two or twenty three years old, this kid. Right. I don't Jesus. get
5: it. Not gay. I think it's kinda cute. Um
6: cute. I guess that's
5: just who I am. Um let me know. Um that'd be really cool. I can get, like, more of an input. Yeah. Um, check it out. Thanks.
1: Love your show. Bye. All right, Wackley, you should go online and look up this kid I now. am right now. All right, Samuel. I, should Ma- we
2: bleep out the kid's name? I don't really think, you know.
1: Maybe I'll remove his last name, but it was Samuel uh, Mason. <laughs> this
2: guy, maybe it's not the same person, but he looks like he's... Like a full ass grown man, it can't be the same guy, right?
1: Well, I mean, is he? Does he look older than twenty three? He said nineteen eighty nine. i to
2: find his, I'm trying to find his date of birth. It's not on here. Uh,
1: I don't understand. Okay, all right. You know what, Wackily? Fucking
2: Facebook. I don't even know. I don't know how. Safe, I don't know how to search for somebody.
1: Samuel Wackily well, doesn't know how to use the Facebooks.
2: <laughs> I'm Google. I'm typing his name and in Internet help.
1: Help me! Help me! Internet. There's a black dude.
2: Can't be him. He could right? be a
1: black guy now.
2: Wait, there is a chick named Samuel Mason, though. Really? Well, she looks kind of hot. This, this she looks like a porn star. <laughs> this is like this is one of those. I, I can't find anybody named Samuel Mason. I there's a know. black dude. It's the guy is not black, right? That's clear. And this other guy is like a grown ass man with a girlfriend.
1: I think wackily you should qualify what you said before. So you said guys posting photos of themselves It's not only narcissistic, it's a bit gay to post photos of yourself all over your Facebook, right?
2: I don't think I said gay either. I think I, you know, it's not manly. There's plenty of manly gays out there who aren't going to be, you know, taking like selfies.
1: Of okay. Themselves. You're saying selfies where they hold the camera up or take a picture Whatever. of them in the ba- in the bathroom mirror.
2: For example, Jeffrey
1: Jeffrey's a fairly
2: manly guy. If you go to his Facebook page, there's like one picture of him flicking off the camera that's clearly was taken by one of his twinks against his will. And then the only other photos of him are from high school, which was like 40 years ago.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's, that's right. A real, that's right. That's,
2: and Jeffrey's a real man.
1: So that's like a masculine man's Facebook page. Right.
2: Yeah, All Jeffrey. Right. Jeffrey has other shit to be doing. Besides, like, taking a million photographs of himself throughout the year. I think, doing but I think if, you have,
1: if you have photos of your friends that took you and photos tagged you and stuff like that, maybe one or two pictures of yourself, that's fine. But uh, when the whole thing is you without your shirt on, holding the camera yourself, taking a selfie, it's not very <laughs> masculine.
2: Unless you're just, as a joke, showing off your ridiculous alcohol-induced gut.
1: Yeah, that, that's, that's not that's that bad. Exactly. Like, if Zach Galifianakis took selfies, it's not that bad. That's, I'd say, still say that's masculine. You know? Yeah, okay. But uh, I, don't,
2: the, I don't remember why oh, I even said this. But, but this, this
1: kid, I mean, okay, if you're a gay person, if you're gay and you're like a gay twink and you're in love with yourself, whatever, I don't think it's, I, I mean, I don't, it. I don't think you're yeah, any no, more gay. I don't think you're any more gay by it. taking selfies. If, you wanna,
2: if you're a gay twink and you want to take lots of photos of yourself, go for it. Yeah, I don't I'm think there's saying, anything wrong with it, it, it. Like realize that that's something a gay twink would do.
1: <laughs> so you're saying if if you, if you're a dude that's trying to portray yourself as like you know I a wear hunk. affliction shirts and I fucking watch UFC Tap and out, football, yeah. but if you have a lot of selfie pictures, but there's like
2: thirty selfies of you in front of your truck and with your like flat brimmed hat on
1: and showing off your ass contradicts the image you're trying to portray. That's I'm just trying to help people out. <laughs>
3: That's
1: all I'm saying. Wackily's rule of the internet.
2: I just don't understand. I mean, regardless of that, irregardless, I I don't understand how this guy's 23 and sounds like that. And I can't find his Facebook page. I don't
1: think it's a man. I I just don't think that's a man.
2: I just crossed the age where I can't figure out the internet anymore because I can't find his page. It's not a man.
1: It doesn't sound like a man.
2: I think it's a man.
1: I would be a man. I I would be. I would be amazed. I would be amazed by that if that's a man. I, I don't know. Okay.
2: Can a, can a child who understands the internet come and find his page for me?
1: Well, let's move on to the uh, the final call here. Um, this is actually kind of a relevant call. It's topical.
6: Uh, hey, sick and rolling. It's, wrong. it's uh, seven p.m. on a Tuesday, and I'm listening to uh, or it might be Wednesday. That's Tuesday. I'm listening to your, uh, your this week's show, and you're talking about the the this, terrible shooting that happened in Connecticut, and. While listening to you guys, I had this idea. So earlier, I called you guys talking about the, these these uh, anti "don't kill yourself" suicide ads uh, up in my school. That I changed the phone numbers on and, like two of them, and then I put them up on your uh, uh, with your with your uh, phone number on them. So I think I might just.
1: Do you remember that this guy, this kid, called in and said he was like in charge of being like the school ambassador of faggotry or something and he like made these posters and he used the sick and wrong hotline number instead of the suicide hotline number for kids
2: right How do i feel about that
1: he's a jolly prankster well you know now it's like kids don't even can't even take a fucking joke anymore so now it's like serious kids (laughs) suicidal
2: kids yeah
1: well not even suicidal all these kids these kids are like so i mean they 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 kill themselves just because people rip them rip on them uh, or you know Criticize them on uh, on uh, internet sites on Facebook. Someone makes fun of you on (laughs) Facebook.
2: Goddamn internet sites. Well, dude, I I mean, back
1: in our day, kids would beat the shit out of us, and we still wouldn't kill ourselves. People are very sensitive. Yeah, people are hypersensitive now. So now it's like I kind of I don't want to fuck I don't want to screw with kids that are in high school. I don't want to criticize them. I don't want to reprimand them. I don't want to make fun of them because now they might just go go to their school and shoot everybody. Or uh, or kill themselves. I hang themselves in the closet. You know.
2: Both of those are
1: bad options.
2: (laughs) So I don't know how. Why can't they start a goth band or something? That's
1: what we used to do. At least then it's like back in our day. Back in our day, started making techno music. Well, back in our day, techno music too. We would start a grunge band, and then you'd start getting your dick sucked. (laughs) And then life isn't that bad. Then you go to college, you get your dick sucked some more. And life is well, even better.
2: Drug, dr- <laughs> you go to college, and there's an
1: abundance of drugs, and there's drugs, drugs, and, and blowjobs. That makes life. That's something to look forward to, kid. Fuck, there's fuck more your high school.
2: Drugs I mean, I don't want to get anybody's hopes so <laughs> up. For me, what? not so many blowjobs, but drugs. Yes,
1: I don't know. I I had both in college. I think a lot of people have get both in college. There's definitely more blowjobs in college than there were in high school for me, and that's probably the case True. for all of you people. So, you know, fuck high school. I don't even go back. You know, the other day, I got a, uh, an email about our 20-year reunion. Oh, yes. Yes, 20 fucking years is coming up. And they somehow found me, because I don't even have a personal Facebook page. They found me. And they're like, you know, this is coming up. We're doing this over the summer in, like, June or July. And, then, and they're sending emails about it. And I was thinking, dude, I'd rather seriously cut my dick off than go to that. Well... Well, maybe not, but uh, I'm exaggerating. But would you do that? Would you go to your 20-year reunion?
2: No, no. I mean, we both graduated the same year, so mine's coming up also. I don't know if my opinion would change if I still lived close by. But I don't, you know, my, my problem was, is, not was, is, if I went to my high school reunion, I wouldn't know anybody's name. I'd be like "Oh you look I remember sort of hanging out with you, but I can't remember your name. I can't remember anything we did. uh I don't know where you live <laughs> i don't know i don't I don't really remember anything about you other than your face is vaguely familiar to me.
1: You know, I was even looking at them on Facebook, and I was like, "God, I don't even recognize you. I don't recognize your name I don't be recognize very awkward. you yeah it, it would just be it would be extremely awkward. But and
2: uh, what, I'll add one thing. One of the best ways to gauge whether you should be friends with somebody or just the general quality of their character are those people that say that high school was the best time of their life and they wish they could go back. You don't need to be talking. You don't need that to
1: be talking to that person. That's you don't not, want to date the that, kind that person. You want
2: to be around. I mean, I know, I, I know several and they're all right, but despite, you know, they're the exceptions that prove the rule. Let me put it that way.
1: You know what blows my mind? is when you look on this, I was looking at this Facebook page. There's like 40 people that I went to, gra- apparently I graduated with, even though I don't remember any of them, but I'm looking at these
2: strangers.
1: Well, I'm looking at a couple of the people I'm like, God, oh, that name sounds familiar. I remember that chick. She kind of looked like she had fetal alcohol syndrome. She's kind of dorky. Her only friends are friends that we graduated with. That means she didn't move out of uh, Bay city, Michigan. She didn't go to college. She didn't make any other friends. She's still friends with these people in high school that hated her and teased her. Right. It, it blows my mind. I guess later when it's you... It's very sad. Yeah, but later on in life, you, now these people are your Facebook friends, even though they mercilessly ridiculed you in high school.
2: Let's let bygones be bygones. <laughs> anyway, um, what i I'm wonder s- I mean, I wonder, because there weren't like shootings when we were in high school, right? There were beatings. Beatings. Yeah. But I wonder now that shootings are pretty just common, you know, like everybody's high school gets shot up once or twice during the year. If when these kids are having reunions, when the, oh, are there going to be like reunion shoot-ups? <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: like a high school reunion was shot up.
1: That would be funny. I don't, you know, I mean, well, it wouldn't be funny. It'd be tragic, but it'd be comic. Because I wonder if that would happen. You know, like if this you'd kid. You'd think it would, right? Well, you'd think this kid held a grudge. This long. The,
2: well and the things that you say about when a when a kid shoots up his high school, you're just like, Man, that's that's just that's just ridiculous because the kid has his whole life ahead of him and he's getting bullied but but now he's gonna be in prison for the rest of his life. But when you're like forty <laughs> and you're like, My life my, my life really does suck and it's not gonna get any better, it's only gonna get worse and I blame all these fuckers from high school, then it's gonna kinda be like A guy shot up his high school reunion, and you're going to be like, well, yeah, look at him.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It seems like it makes more sense because, you know, a kid's like 16. He's bullied a little bit because he's got a lisp or he wears braces or whatever. He's got acne. He's bullied a little bit, and then he comes and shoots at school. That's not even really a reason to have a grudge. The reason to have a grudge is to be like, you know, that 45-year-old loser who never got married, who's childless, who lives in the same town. Come to think of it, I wonder if John Steele... <laughs> <laughs> all right let's uh let's let's hear the rest of this call on that note
6: take them all down and then create the just kill yourself initiative and basically what it'd be it's not like hey don't avoid killing yourself which i mean you want to do in the first place but if you're gonna kill yourself just kill yourself don't go into an elementary school or god forbid the school I'm attending and start shooting people with a assault rifle, that's just inappropriate. We need to get an initiative out there, spread the word that if you're gonna kill yourself, just kill yourself. Don't kill your mom, don't kill your teachers, don't kill your principals, just kill yourself. Spread the word. Leave the
1: pets alone. I kind of like the way uh, the tone of that statement. I thought it was going meaning. in a different direction. Yeah, same with I me. I thought just I was like, kill you know, yourself. You you shouldn't
2: be pushing people who are suicidal to kill themselves. But he's saying, just kill yourself.
1: Yeah, it's a, the tone. It's the way you say that. Those three words it's not. He's not saying just kill yourself. You should just die and go ahead and kill yourself. He's saying just kill yourself, not anybody else. Don't take the world down with you. Just just shoot yourself in the head if you're going If you're planning a massacre and you're going to commit you know, a murder-suicide, and you're going to suicide at the end of it, just take out the murder part and just suicide. Yeah. Right. I kind of agree then with then this everybody initiative. will
2: love you. If, if you just commit suicide, everybody will say how great you were, and it's such a loss, and you were such a sensitive soul, and like you were destined for great things, but you just couldn't handle you know, your innate intelligence, tortured, which was so much higher than artists. everybody else. But if you shoot up the school, then they're going to hate your guts.
1: Yeah, and, and then you know, you're going to live for years in infamy because yeah. of what you, you want to have
2: like all the hot cheerleaders weeping over you. And like, so, you know, they never had the courage to go talk to you and they really always wanted to suck on your nuts, but they just, you know, were intimidated by your, your, uh, intelligence. I oh, guess.
1: Exactly. That's <laughs> what, that's why I kind of liked it. I, I fully support this initiative. Just <laughs> kill yourself. Not just your kill yourself. That's it. That's, that's a good <laughs> that's idea.
2: It. It's <laughs> enough. Just you. That, that's enough people to die.
1: <laughs> people call the cigarette on hotline. 206- Six, 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 three, eight, four, six. Um, if you haven't already bought a copy of my book, what the fuck dude? Seriously, what are you reading? Like a real book? <laughs> now read, 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 play it's something dancing. I've seen it. Yeah. It actually is a paper a, one. It is a real book. let so go buy a po- copy of play something dancing at amazon.com or amazon.co.uk. That's available in print and digital. Digital's a lot cheaper than print because I'm environmentally conscious. But uh, yeah, right now.
2: It's all electrons.
1: It is. It's all electrons. (laughs) Play something dancey. Available right now on Amazon.com. Get one. Um, Also, thank you for subscribing to the show on iTunes, rating us, commenting on us. Just shows that you love us and we like that. You know, I don't check iTunes every day. I used to. I've kind of yeah. weaned myself off of it. Now I just kind of check uh, every week <laughs> or so, maybe once a week, twice a week.
2: Vigorously masturbating at the same time.
1: If yeah. I get a good comment, dude, I ejaculate like all over a screen of my computer. It takes me a little while to, to wash it off and it's clean filthy. it up. But, uh, but you know, that, that's the thing, though. That's the kind of input we like from our fans. You, you, you like the show? You like listening every week? Go support us on iTunes. Helps uh, boost our exposure. Another good way to help the show is to buy a Sick and Wrong t-shirt. Uh, right now, we still have a few of the Cheap Trick style Sick and Wrong tees available. Uh available. We've been uh, sending out a lot of those. I don't know if I'm going to reprint that design. Might go back to Quarto. Not sure. Although, they, they, they seem to be kind of popular. So, if you want a Cheap Trick uh, Sick and Wrong t-shirt, go buy one today. com slash store. Uh, finally here, Sick Wrong Song of the Week came in from Sam in the East Bay. Sam sent this song in and I can't believe we haven't played it uh, over the, how many fucking years we've been doing this show. I can't believe we haven't ended the show with this song. The, I mean, it's what? Too Drunk to Fuck by the Dead Kennedys. I bet how, we have. How have we not ended this show? I mean, this is like practically our fucking theme song. I don't understand. And the dead Kennedys are from the East Bay. The, the podcast started in the Bay Area. I, I don't understand how we've never done this. I, mean, I think we have. He, he's claimed, Okay, this is what Sam's claiming. Since listening over the years to every single episode and hearing describe the many different stories of you two being drunk, I'm surprised this song has never been the song of the week since its title has been a rather entertaining subject on more than one occasion. Too Drunk to Fuck by the Dead Kennedys. Could you play this song to pay tribute to this disastrous experience that every drinking man has gone through? <laughs> Thanks for doing what you do. You're my favorite podcast by far, and you make my nightmarish time in the car on 880 and 680 every day <laughs> an almost bearable drive. Thanks, Sam in the East Bay.
2: Why is it that all of our listeners say the same thing, that they just have this like horrid existence? <laughs> the only way they can get through it you know, be it driving and during commuting rush hour on the worst highways in America or working like the shittiest gas station job or hotel night shift or whatever they do. It's always just terrible, terrible life. And the only way they can get through it, it's through a podcast.
1: I, you know, I have no idea. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's a modern condition.
1: You know, maybe, maybe we're preventing suicide by doing the show actually.
2: I'd like to think so. Yeah, possibly. I think we should get a government
1: grant. Yeah, we should. We're, we're helping people. But yeah, unbelievably, we have not ended the show with Too Drunk to Fuck by the Dead Kennedys, which is one of my favorite songs, and I don't know why we've never ended the show. So you know what, you know, Sam, for you, we're going to end the show with Too Drunk to Fuck by the Dead Kennedys. Thanks for sending that in. People will be back next week with episode uh, 364. Until then, take it sleazy. Good
2: you know. night.
0: I do drunk
4: to bus, you do the run to the Do drunk, do the I do just do
3: the to do the to I, I like the story, I love the gun
1: Should have the tires that my love the world was won Play in my room, I wish you were dead so
3: baby, in the raise her hand I did track the fuck I did run
4: the I did the it. I It's all I need right now to try the
0: i drunk, it, trying to fuck. i don't trying to fuck. i drunk, too to I'm trying to fuck. I'm trying
6: to to i a drop. My
3: head's a mess i it makes it worse Take out your fucking routine put it in your purse And do you jack the fuck? Do you jack the fuck? do you the right to fuck Do you jack?
4: Do you fuck? It's all I need right now right, hey, I'm right there them to do his nasty deeds in the streets of San Francisco so when the time came and he called upon them to act they all flooded into the streets they flooded into the streets there were chains chains fuck chains miles long miles long up and down the rows in the streets and the blocks of San Francisco up over the hills through the cable cars, over that, all that other bullshit too, in and out of doors and windows, there were butt fuck chains everywhere, and there was nothing anybody could do about it.